right, we are back. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Standing by to join me on the last segment is director Grant Gary, and we're going to talk about his film, Meet Me Where I Am. Hi, Grant. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Grant, how did this film come about, um, and how did you have all these incredible people as part of it? Uh, Well, the film originally came about, I was contacted by a foundation called the NK Foundation. The founder is, her name is Lisa Calls, and her son was tragically killed in a robbery back in 2018. Uh, Two days, in fact, is going to be the anniversary of his his passing. (gasps) And they had contacted me knowing that I was a filmmaker, and she said, people need to see this. People need to see what grievers go through, and we need to find a better way to be there for one another, be there for people that are in grief. Sure. And so after a number of meetings, I said, you know, I think we can do a lot of good with this. I think we can make a feature-length documentary film. I have some people that I know might be interested in, in participating. Okay. And it just it grew from there. Well, it was such a list. I mean, I recognize Anthony Rapp right away from Rent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, indeed. I had uh, I had contacted Anthony. I, I knew that he had, you know, he he's very much a grief advocate. He speaks on it um, a lot, including in his his book um, Without You and uh, the show he was just doing in New York uh, by the same name oh. and de- detailing the loss of his mother and. Mm-hmm. He wanted he wanted to participate because he knows it's you know these are important issues to talk about and um, to better help uh, educate people who might not know um, some of the language or some of the things that we can do and don't for our friends and loved ones going through these types of situations. And as I mentioned before we got on, you know the pandemic created so much loss on so many levels. Mm. Or or it uh, opened up a Pandora's box of grief and loss that you hadn't dealt with before. Indeed, and that's and that's kind of why it was important for me to, you know, make mention of that in the film that grief is loss of any kind. Anytime anything in our life changes, mm-hmm. it, it could even be positive, it could be neutral, it could be negative. Most of the time, I would say we associate it with a negative change or an unwanted change in our lives. Um, it was important for me to say, you know, it's it's so many things. It can be anything from the death of a loved one to the loss of a relationship in which you're also grieving a future you thought you were going to have with a person. Right. And so it's just an all-encompassing thing. Grief is a term that it can't really be defined, and we we tackle that, at least attempt to tackle that in the film. Well, you did an excellent job. You really did. I mean, the the amount of conversations and perspectives, it was so interesting. Mm, thank you. What would you like listeners to know about the film? Oh, that's a good question. I, you know, it's, it's the, the film features stories of, of loss and love and, and, and my, my thing that I want people to take away from it is that I'm trying to offer hope to people who have endured and experienced grief. And it's, it's not like 
we're going to get over it. That's that's an important thing I think I want people to know too is like there's no requirement to get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we get over grief. I think we move forward yes. with our grief. And my hope is that we can make new meaning in our lives as we move forward with that grief being part of us, being part of who we are now. No, that's that's an excellent way to look at it. I saw a uh, psychiatrist, um, I think it was a TikTok, where she, she drew a black dot and she says, this is grief. And then she says, we don't um, forget about the people we lose, but we layer our lives with more meaning and... Um, and positivity. And so she started dr- drawing other colors around the black dot. So it became this circle that expanded with colors, but you could still see the black dot. It was still there. It was so mm-hmm. interesting. I love the analogy. Yeah. It, yeah. And there, there are so many things like that about grief. It doesn't go away, but it does change. It changes mm-hmm. color. It changes temperature. It changes our outlook. It can introduce us to things and people we never thought we would be introduced to. And that's kind of a, I hate, I don't like using the term silver lining, but it is something beautiful in life that we can have new experiences and beautiful experiences that we never thought we would have, but also still have hold space for that pain that very much exists. Yes. It's a, it can be a time of growth and gaining insight into yourself. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of people, and I, and I like hearing this term too, a lot of people say, you know, grow through what you go through. I like that. Um, and it is, you know, I mean, grief teaches us to look inward at ourselves and learn more about us. Oftentimes, people in grief talk about being resilient and they didn't know how much they could endure and they end up loving themselves more or these new versions of ourselves that we become after going through a major grief. Sure. I mean, I read that you yourself, you hear you lost your grandmother when you were just a teenager and then recently you lost your uncle. I did. And, 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 you know, I don't think there's any two grief experiences that are alike. I, when I lost my grandmother, I was, I was 15, so 14 or 15. So it was, it was like an introduction to not only grief, but this idea that, you know, wait a minute, that's not supposed to happen. And how could that happen? You know, she was supposed to, she was in the hospital, she was supposed to come home. And so it's confusing. Yeah. And and so it kind of opened up a curiosity for me um, to grief and how humans experience it, deal with it, or sometimes don't deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, through the through the duration of making this film, just this past year, um, my my other grandmother passed, and my uncle passed, and I had a nephew born all within you know the span of six months. Wow, that's a lot. And, yeah. And, and my uncle was young, and he became sick. And I don't really have a, you know, anything 
much to say about it other than it was something that I feel didn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> you know, and I and it's one of those griefs where it does just hit you in the middle of the day. And, you know, I remember uh, we had a viewing in my family to, to view my uncle um, after he had passed. And those are very odd situations to be in, but I think they're, they're important. But, you know, you see them for the last time. Yes. And I remember my mom saying, I just don't want to leave him here. And I, and that moment keeps replaying in my mind where we don't want to leave our loved ones. Why would we? Of course not. <laughs> you know? Yes. It, and it's just, it's a hard, hard time. And, and, um, you know, it, grief causes us to, like I said, like rethink our future because mm-hmm. now I'm grieving the future that my uncle was supposed to be a part of, and he was supposed to be here to be with his family, to be with his son, my cousin who just graduated from high school, you know? And so there are all these other elements to it. Sure. Yeah. I want to, um, thank you for sharing that, by the way. I want to touch on the fact that you earned a degree in theater arts. You studied improv at the Groundlings. You have a very, you know, strong background in acting and, and improv. Do you feel like your skills, your interest in acting has helped you in any way deal with grief? I think dealing with grief has made me a better performer. Okay. Um, I certainly think as an actor, we, we do tap into our emotions, I think, because we sort of have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you experience a major grief in your personal life, it can oftentimes fuel a better performance moving forward because you can, you know, perhaps put yourself in this situation. I know during during the pandemic, I was in a on an online production of um, A Christmas Carol, and I played Bob Cratchit, <laughs> and he there's a scene where Bob talks about. Um, his son about Tiny Tim and how he promised his son that he would be there and that he would take him there on a Sunday to the park or I can't remember exactly what it was. Okay. And and I, I remember dealing with personal loss of my own at that at that time. I was able to sort of use my own personal experience to create that character that was also experiencing deep grief and deep loss. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what happens. That's great. I uh, want to mention where your film is screening. It is coming up July second, twelve fifteen, um, as part of Dances with Films, which is very exciting. Where can people find out more information about you? Um, about I always tell people that they they're welcome to follow me on Instagram at uh, Grant underscore underscore Gary. Um, they can also go to grantgary.com. My last name has two R's, G-A-R-R-Y. Okay. Um, and they can get, they can get tickets for the film on, on danceswithfilms.com. They can also get tickets to the film on grantgary.com. And I have a link to, uh, tickets in my bio on my Instagram as well as the, 
Meet Me Where I Am film Instagram, which is at Meet Me Where I Am on Instagram. And you have... I'm sorry, at at Meet Me Where I Am film. Okay. And I want to mention you have an upcoming documentary uh, called Room for Cream, The Coffee Experience, which is exploring how humans experience coffee. That sounds interesting. Yes, we um, that we've been working on for uh, you know a few years now. It got slowed down um, during the pandemic, of, of course, and then uh, the opportunity for Meet Me Where I Am came about, and we could not pass it up because it spoke so much to me. Um, and we've uh, started to revisit um, finalizing, uh, you know, post production for Room for Cream. But Room for Cream came about because I myself am just a coffee lover and, and wanted to really just explore and follow my curiosity with this thing that, um, like, very, like, specifically, like, we had this culture, this coffee culture that we have in our country here and, like, how, you know, you and I could go out to uh, uh, lunch or a dinner and and it's all kind of about, like, once we, you know, once we sign the check, that's, that's it. That's done. The experience yeah. is over. But the co- but having coffee together, you know, the coffee could be done. Yes. And we can continue sharing sharing this human experience with one another. Right. Um, there's sort of just something sort of special about the time spent around a cup of coffee with another human being. I agree. Um, but we went, yeah, we went to Guatemala. We farmed coffee beans. I um, appropriately came up with a coffee blend named Grant's Grounds. <laughs> so um, it's Amazing. been a fun experience. 